0: In the wilderness? And what did you expect to see? A reed shaken in the wind? I have so much to talk about, and I haven't been doing teachings for a while, so I'm back up and I'm praying that the Lord is merciful over my mouth and that with His mouth, with His mouth, you will see the brightness of His coming because He fights with His mouth. And I pray that you will hear his heart, God's heart, for you. I have begun the Mystic Center, and it is to draw out the people who have been worshipping other gods, or anyone who is lost, to find the Lord, because He can be found. And I find that many times people are looking for the Lord, but they can't find Him. In the church how it is set up because God is not a church he's not a building Jesus is the temple he is our fellowship he is our structure he is everything he is the all-in-all all. when he died on the cross the veil of the temple tore, and From my understanding, this was not like a half-inch piece of linen fabric. From my understanding, it was extremely thick. Like, I've heard it was three feet thick, but I have to look that up. The Holy of Holies was where the Lord dwelt, and the priest could only go in there to do the sacrifice once a year. And I'm a little rusty, I'm sorry. I'm fighting so many spiritual battles all the time that it's hard to also be studying everything that I need to study. But when Jesus died on the cross and his heart broke and the water and the blood poured out, he became at that moment the temple. And there was no more temple. And there is no temple on the earth. There is only his body worshiping in his body. And those true believers that really believe and follow him. And God is calling the true believers to himself and to be equipped because the church as it stands will not equip you enough for what we have to face and what it is upon us. The prophets of God, the true prophets, cry out, in the street it says wisdom cries out in the streets who will listen who will come in and who will give heed what's going on in our nation i'm talking america i've known this is going to happen for 20 years because i'm a prophet of god and god doesn't do anything without revealing it to his prophets i'm not into the american dream i don't see that in the bible Yes, God does bless us when our walls are built up. Like in Nehemiah, when they rebuilt the walls, God restored to them their lands, and they were built up. But in our nation, our walls are destroyed. There's been very few people holding the walls, spiritual walls. Most everyone has been building their own dream house, their dream life, their little Christian Life And, you know, you won't be prepared. I'm sorry. It's not in the Bible. I don't, I see the prophets, the martyrs, the apostles. They're all like gave everything to follow the Lord. I've given everything to follow the Lord. And I'm prepared. My house is built on a rock and I'm going to stand in the day of the winds blowing and beating against my house. So if you're feeling a little scared, call out to the Lord because He wants to prepare you and equip you to go through this life victoriously for Him. And it is not about prosperity. It is about giving your life to the Lord and prospering in the gifts and fruit of the Spirit and pouring out your heart to the people that He wants to reach. Because His treasure Is his people. It's his souls. So don't store up for yourself treasures on earth because they're just gonna, you're gonna lose them. So I'm not really sure what I'm gonna say today. I just wanted to start and say whatever the Lord would wanna say through me. I believe that we are at a very crucial time and this is not hard to see, but things shifted in 1967, and you need to get a hold of this fact if you are a believer, because you cannot any longer stay in the pagan sun god worshiping church. And what I mean by that is, I will do a whole series of teachings, but God allowed there to be an age of the Gentiles from when the Jews rejected Jesus. There were a number of Jews that rejected Jesus, obviously. And there were Jews that accepted Jesus. These were the first believers. They were the Jewish believers. There weren't any Gentiles in among them, except for Maybe some of the ones that, like the centurion, you know, I don't know. But They were first the Jewish believers. And God, in his wisdom, created a blindness over the non-Jewish believer's eyes for an age when he would rise up the Gentile church to save the Gentiles. Now, God never leaves anything undone, and he doesn't leave anything unjudged. It's a little scary to follow the Lord and really know Him. And I fear Him. I fear Him above all other things. The only way you can really be in the spiritual world is to fear God and fear Him only. Because I see in the spiritual world. I see what's going on. I don't want to see it. I've seen it since I was a little girl. I'm in a whole other world. I see demons, and I see angels, and I see spiritual battle, and it's scary. It's all scary. (laughs) But God is so terrifyingly righteous, and He's so perfect. And the only way we can have fellowship with Him is through His Son. The way He set it out was to have fellowship through His Son, who was obedient and died on a cross for us. And when we're in that fellowship with him in that temple, in his temple, we are walking in the light and we have the light of the world. And we're walking in so much truth and knowledge. It's astounding. It's beautiful. It's glorious. And the world may not recognize us, but we can actually see what's going on and then we're prepared. I was prepared for 9-11. I was one of the only prophets I know that knew that was gonna happen. We need to be in that intimate fellowship with the Lord and we need to not be in any worldly system, whatever system that is. Now, when I talk about the sign Simon Worshipping Church, it's that when the church decided that they would adopt the calendar of the sun instead of the calendar that followed the harvest and the moons, which is the Hebrew calendar. And the Council of Nicaea in the year 325 established the church as Israel, like the church is now replaced Israel. And they made the Jewish people renounce the Feast of Israel. And this is a basic introduction to a lot of things I'll be teaching about. But the Feast of Israel, God said to celebrate, and He never said not to celebrate them. And they are the manifold wisdom of God. Because Jesus is our feast. He is our feast. And when you understand that, it makes so much sense. And it starts making Christmas, which is actually the day of worship, of one of the Roman gods, and Easter was the fertility goddess. And you can look these up online, there's tons of information. I'm not going to be the end all information line because I'm not a messianic Jewish person either. I mean, we're all going to screw it up. We just want to know if we want to be intimate with the Lord and have fellowship with the Lord, we want to know who He is. And he came to Israel. And Israel is literal Israel. Am I pro-Israel? Not really. But God is pro-Israel. Do I think they do everything right? No. Does he think they do everything right? No. Is he anti-everyone else? No. It's just that he chose Abraham... That lineage to put his son through, and he chose Israel for a reason, as a symbol of his love for a people group that shows his love for us. As we are part of Israel, we're grafted into Israel. We are the Israel of God, the Gentiles. Now, I could be a Jew or a Gentile. I think I have a Jewish background, but I was raised as a Gentile. So, to me, it doesn't really matter. In except for, I now I'm under the blessings of Israel. And as a Gentile, I'm not to be high-minded, but fear. Because God actually used the Gentile age, not just to save the Gentiles, but it was a judgment for the Jews that didn't follow him, didn't believe in him. And God, in 1967, things have shifted. The age of the Gentiles is fulfilled. God said it's fulfilled, and there is nowhere to go in the Gentile church any longer. So I would counsel you to understand the times, understand the Lord, and get your roots back. Because when the Gentiles broke off from the Jewish roots of the faith, they became an unstable tree. Woo it's unstable and pretty soon it's going to fall over. And if it's not bearing fruit, John the Baptist that will be axed off at the roots. Well, we have a glorious, glorious Lord and a glorious faith. And by having the, the separation that happened from the Jewish roots in 325, but there were things leading up to that. There were events leading up to that. It wasn't just that. It was just at that council was so evil that they established the church on earth as the authority and even Jesus and the apostles would have been asked to leave at that council. And so we want we we got ripped off. We got really ripped off as Gentile believers growing up in Gentile church and right now there's nowhere to go in that unless you understand what's happening with israel and you understand what's happening with the sons of ishmael keep your eyes on the middle east and what's happening there because it is a sign of the times god is still the god of israel and he says he will be Covenant with them until you can measure the universe, which no scientist has been able to measure yet. So, the times are very crucial. We're in the time where they say peace, peace, and sudden destruction comes upon them. We don't want to give each other a false sense of comfort. Oh, it's going to be okay. Tomorrow's going to be okay. It might not be okay. You need to get close to the Lord, because with the Lord, you're okay with the Lord. Because if you lose your body, if you lose your house, if you lose anything, you are in, already in fellowship with the Lord. And I'd rather be with the Lord than anywhere else. Because with Him, I am in complete, intimate fellowship with God. And if I lose my body this minute, I have a soul that is living with Him forever. And it's like the most freeing. I mean, I'm a free people. I'm a free person. I go around like I'm free. I belong to God. I I have my fears and things, but I fear God above everything. And fearing Him and loving Him has set me free from all the other fears. So if you're not in intimate relationship with God, you alone, I'm saying you alone, not what your pastor says, not what your dad says or your husband or your wife or your sister or your brother, what is God saying to you? This is what you need to know. And do you know Him? Do you really know Him? If you don't know if you know him, I would give everything I have, every ounce of strength, every ounce of energy to know if I know him. And I would get alone with God. And I would say, who are you?